We've literally just been sitting here phone boning, showing each other trailers. Literally, we're like, when are we starting the podcast? Wait, there's one more thing you gotta see, man. Well, just like, wait and, a second. And like, I'm the old head on the podcast, but you're showing me like, like trailers where they take new shit and then just like make it look like the old shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, know, and I'm taking old shit and showing you 60 frames per second. <laughs> yes, and I'm, and we're. It's just like, wow, universe is aligning right now in this moment. Well, yeah, I mean, it's our first Saturday podcast. Uh, no, we've had Saturday podcasts before, haven't we? I don't think we have. Well, actually, yeah, we, a couple of weeks ago yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. We did have a Saturday podcast. Yeah. But today, we're talking about some cool shit. So a, lot get, of, a lot of cool a shit. A lot of cool shit. So get ready for it. This is the Nerd Corner. Facts. Double it, the time skip and get my licks hit. Throw me in the pits, watch me rise from the ashes with Dante and Zero, Mega Man X, Mega Bus of Flex. Go ahead, place your bets. Who's the best? Godzilla, King Kong, Superman, Goku, Deathstroke, Deadpool, Supersonic Mario, Toucan Sam, Sunny Coco, Alright Joe, E Honda, Jackie Chan, Jet Leonasta. You know, Soul Eater with a heater. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To the Nerd Corner! Facts. I am your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew. And bitches still call me Poppy Stew. And join along with me as always. You know him. You love him. He's an artist, a comic book writer, a rapper. He's the best. You know him. You love him. It's Sonic J. (laughs) Every week... Every week I tell you the same thing. You can never get enough Weezer. Yes. Yes. And followed up with, yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, behave. And also shout out to all 13 of our listeners. We love you very much. All organization 13 members from Kingdom Hearts. Every single one of you. Thank you for listening. Fucking facts. You ready to get into it, my guy? Yes. Let's start this up. To be or not to be. Annihilate Stu, my man. Yes, sir. What did you think about the first episode of Invincible? Fire. (laughs) It was just... I literally watched it like a good 30 minutes before we started this. Yes. And it was so fucking good. Let me ask you one question, sir. Did you th- do you feel like it was worth the two-year wait we had to wait in between seasons? Absolutely. It was. Peak. Also, also, the fact that all the tropes that we're used to, mm-hmm. they they teased it mm-hmm. three different times three. throughout the episode. <laughs> Beetlejuiced us three different times. They Beetlejuiced us. <laughs> and then at the end of it is when they finally like, I yes. will kill and then invincible. Dude, I was literally like in the beginning, I was like, yo, is it, when it's the cutaway, oh, when you he was, got me. Well, like when it was like alternate universe, yeah, Mark, when yeah. he was talking to the whole earth and he was talking about how like, like, don't we, forget, I'm invincible. And I'm yeah. like, you got me, okay? When are we going to get the cutaway? Okay? <laughs> when are we going to get that shit? 
and then like they did it again in the in the in the freaking middle of it or somewhere and it was, it was when it was when uh, immortal was fighting him and immortal was just like let's see if you actually live up to the name and then he punched him in the face and was like invincible <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then, that's right and then at the end of it when fucking uh rex load was like yeah you really are invincible, invincible. and you're sitting there like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck and then at the end of it when dude who was trying to meld his mind with a thousand minds and like he finally comes back after that whole explosion yeah. and yeah. he just wants revenge and he's like oh, i will kill then they Cut finally away. get the cutaway <laughs> was yeah. like, so fire dude like that uh, that episode was dope oh man it was so freaking cool and i'm so excited i'm so excited to see what's going to come every week with each new episode and on top Facts. of that we're going to go see the marvels this this friday and, and i know i know you're not stoked for it right like i, I get I, it yeah i get it but i feel like with our low expectations we might leave the movie feeling good about it you know what maybe you're right because like i had like with multiverse of madness my expectations were so freaking high yeah i was like yo when like i i was like deadpool's gonna be there yeah. so-and-so is gonna be there we're gonna see x y and z oh my god so many people yeah nothing happened yeah we didn't get no tom cruise we didn't get no keanu reeves Facts. we didn't get no wade wilson and it was just it was just like oh I don't have children that was in my mind from another dimension with my robot boyfriend, and now I'm gonna steal your kids. Perfect sound effect. Perfect sound effect. It was. It was so disappointing. I was like, I can get why they're going for the horror trope. They're trying to slowly get us into the realm. Well, like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, as it as it pertains to the actual horror trope aspect of it i yeah. thought they did a brilliant job with that yes like turning the scarlet witch into a horror character i, I was like that's dope i agree i like the scene where in, like the whole monastery of all the sorcerers were like putting up that beam of shield and she then like looking for the weak one yeah and then she found him and she's like appeared right behind him and like whispering in his ear and she's like run and i was like yo <laughs> and he's just like ah, ah, and he just takes off running <laughs> <laughs> and then she fucking slaughters like everyone facts just oh. like like one chink in the armor and she just took everybody out and i was like i like what they're doing with that but they drop the ball in so many other areas so many other areas man and speaking of dropping the ball bro the campaign for modern warfare 3 the new one that just came out yeah was so fucking garbage really they literally like i remember you were hype about I it last was so episode hype, bro i was so hyped listen man i'm so sick and tired of them cutting so much cost in these damn games but they're still charging the same amount i literally like bro literally yeah, you're talking about like everything ea does every campaign mission i'm not joking with you yeah is on the fucking warzone map yeah they didn't make any new fucking maps whack it's on the Warzone map. And on top of that, the game is already just it's just like re re um what is it? Um remastering all the old school Modern Warfare 2 maps because they were the best maps. Yeah. So I'm like, where's the new fucking content? And I, I'm like, I'm I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Cause they have the zombies mode, right? Yeah. If the zombies mode they're coming out with is as fire as they're making it sound, I'll all good my hate is dampened okay because like what they're doing with the zombies mode right yeah it's on it's on a giant 
it's on a big war zone map right however and it has like all the wonder weapons all the perks and stuff and if you get out alive you get to come back in the next game with the same gear yeah the other thing is when you go into a game there's 24 players so it's squads so you have a squad of four and there's uh six other squads right real players though all of those real people are on on the same team as you and you're all fighting zombies together you're, there's there's proximity chat and there's actual like and and npcs that have guns and stuff that yeah, you get yeah, to yeah. Fight together so i'm just hoping like it's fun that's all I'm, I, I, the campaign cool i know what they're trying to do makarov the dude who was like a big fucking villain in the old school modern warfare games yeah this is his first game he was introduced and if they killed him off in the one game he was in they're just giving away money but i understand they're trying to get it to where it continues yeah but the way they wrote the ending of this game was bullshit because like yes the second to last like mission I thought it was the ending from how they wrapped it up. Yeah. And I was like, is that it? And then they started this last, last mission. And I'm like, okay, what's up? And then I'm, and do you care if I tell you what happens? I'm not going to play it. So yeah. The fucking soap dies. One of the main characters in the whole fucking series, they just kill him off for Dude, whatever. They do that all the time. But like, the thing is, bro. They did they, that to Ghost. They did yes, that to fucking. In the old, in the old timeline. This is a new timeline. So I literally went in with the expectation. Yeah. Price was going to sacrifice himself for the team yeah. in this new timeline. And then some kind of crazy fucking thing happens. We get old timeline price coming to this timeline with the new team everybody will lose their collective fucking minds right because price literally every single person on his team in the old timeline is dead except for him yeah in the new timeline if they killed off price it would have made perfect sense yeah get me in the fucking writer room please this is what i can make it make sense man that's what like Video game developers listen to us. Yes. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if you're gonna write new shit, make it make sense and fucking cater to your audience. Yes. Otherwise, you're gonna get people like myself and Sonic being like, "Oh man, hey, 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 hey." Yes, absolutely. These sounds you're picking up are impeccable perfect for the scenario i'm i'm trying to paint in a picture of your mind right now (laughs) i literally had so much expectations for this game and it just blew away with the wind you fucking hate to see that i hate it bro however armor core 6 i beat that game because you know how i told you before i have three games that i'm like i work on to try to beat yeah armor core 6 the ending immaculate it was so great excellent yes it was was a very excellent ending and like just the graphics the gameplay and everything and how like the customization to make it feel tailored to like you yeah the player it was awesome because i got to make my my robot exactly how i would want it to be yeah right it's just a whole bunch of mess of colors like it's no there's no there's no order to it it's just a bunch of chaos on like the armor yeah right and um, it was great. It was fantastic. But yeah, let's talk about Loki. Oh, this... <sighs> the man. 
man. Man. <laughs> this shit. Man. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Listen. Dude, it was fucking nuts, bro. bro. Listen, bro. Every, like, the other thing is, you know how we're talking about there's just so much fucking spaghetti? Yeah. I saw, literally, I went to my fucking uncle's house, and I was watching Five Nights at Freddy's. You know what happened at the end of the movie? Yeah. They ate a plate of fucking spaghetti. Yeah. And I was like, this is the sixth thing of spaghetti. This is one week. <laughs> And then guess what? Loki comes out. Hey, get ready for seventh helpings of spaghetti. Facts. We're just nonstop spaghetti. Dude, that episode was so dope. And like him traveling around to these different universes, trying to find everybody from the TVA, but he's finding all of them that were living their lives pre-TVA. I think Owen Wilson said wow in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Dude, seeing him selling jet skis was fucking fire. It's so good, bro. Like, this this is literally what they needed. Because, like, the last couple things Marvel that they came out with was just fucking mid, bro. Yeah. Loki, like, he always brings it back. This shit is peak, bro. It's super fucking peak. And then guess what, bro? In December, we're getting motherfucking What If Season 2. Facts. And, and you know for a fact we're going to be reviewing that. On oh, this fucking channel. Yes. And oh, all of you yes. listening are gonna be like no! <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, you are. You're just gonna call us a big bunch of nerds because there's gonna be so much references we're gonna be talking about. And it's just it's immaculate. Well let's let's get down to the nitty-gritty about this episode. What I thought was pretty crazy is how like he got he he didn't know how to fucking communicate with all these people yeah and then eventually he got to ob and he was like hey man like you're not gonna believe this and he's like you know what's crazy i actually believe you i'm like well like ob ob being a fictional writer yeah. but also like this is a story of fiction like yeah and then, and, then, and then like he's also a scientist and everything yeah and then loki was like here here's the book to try to make this so it doesn't take as as, as long as he needed to do to create this yeah when he hands him the tva the tva handbook and yeah. then all of a sudden like 30 minutes later he shows up with the temp pad yeah and he's like it took me 18 months I lost my job and my wife left me. Yeah. I got the temp pad to work. And I was like, that's a fan reference from Ant-Man. Facts. I, I saw that shit from a mile away. And then, like, it was cool when, like, Loki and, and Owen Wilson, uh, Mobius, they were looking, they were talking about, like, how he can't leave his kids. And, like, we can bring you back. Yeah. Right in this exact moment. So your kids never thought you left. Yeah. It literally, like, there would be no time at all. But you would know. And then he looks back and then is like, oh, you're right there. We can bring you right back to this moment. Dude, like like him showing them and like you can see Owen Wilson's character sitting here like, what? Hey, you know what's crazy? You know what he could have done like in that moment, like yeah. before they left? He could be like, hey, other me, are you here to go take care of the kids? And then he'd be like, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> and then it would be good. I, it would make sense because he's already there waiting in yeah. like some other bushes for them to leave and then them to go. You know what I mean? I'm gonna have to watch that back again because if you remember, like when they were in that in that section, they had a shot of the background, and I wonder if we can actually see Loki and fucking Mobius standing there seeing them. You can. Yeah. Wait, no. Oh, I see what you mean. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Oh. 
that kinda would like, be kind of like that moment when yeah. fucking Loki walks into the room and then he sees himself, but then he fucking time slips. That was so fucking cool. The way yeah. it was written. Yeah, yeah. That was so cool. And then when he finally gets back there, and then all of a sudden he sees the version of himself that time slipped. Yeah. That was so dope. That bro. was so dope. Bro, you know what I want to see again? I want to see all the other variants of Loki come back from season one. Oh, I'm sure we're going to get that them at so, some point. That was so cool. Hey, no, you know what we're getting next episode? After credit scene, Deadpool. I believe Calling it. it right now. I believe it. Deadpool. I thought it was dope that like everybody he came into contact with didn't know who he was because they were just themselves living their lives. But then like Sylvie was still Sylvie. And she was like, I know who you are because I am you. Like, Another why wouldn't I? Yeah, exactly. All right, hear this out. Hear this out, okay? So... Here's a theory of what's going on right now in the writer's room at Marvel. So, what the TVA eventually ends up doing is that the Earth main 616 is going to get destroyed by Kang. So, what they're doing <clears throat> is they're going to every timeline and every universe and getting the Chosen One to save, and they put on this new world. So, I think what they're going to decide is, like, we can't save everybody, but if we can save one person from each timeline... It would be worth it. We can save e essentially that timeline. Because we're saving each one person from each timeline. Yeah. The chosen one. My theory is that I think Loki's going to become the new he who remains. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Well, I just like how everything's building and like he finally figured out how to control his time slipping and like that final sequence when she when he finally gets everybody together right and he goes after sylvie and sylvie's like no i don't want to do this but then when she's sitting there like puts her cup and her in her food down goes to unlock her truck but then it like spaghetti away yeah and, and then, then everything started to, to spaghetti around bro, her but then like she when showed she was up like, and, like everything's that, falling that apart player and then like she heard the dude behind him she's like sylvie and then she reaches out and then he just spaghettifies away yeah dude it was crazy like when loki was there and there was like nothing yeah the universe was just gone yeah and then he warped back like just moments before yeah he's like i did it and then I think he's gonna stop Victor Timely. He's like, nah, man, get out of the suit, it's me. Oh my God, I can handle it. And then he does it. I think that's how they're, it's gonna end. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Deadpool's just gonna like, show up at the TVA or some shit. Yeah. Like, oh man, I really can't wait till Deadpool 3. That movie is gonna be so incredible. Oh, 100%. Bro, Ben Affleck is gonna be in that shit as Daredevil. <laughs> Right, and then you're gonna have fucking uh, his ex-wife, whoever the fuck it was, uh, as Katana. Nice. That's gonna be crazy. Oh man, I don't even know how many other references. I know, I know, Daniel Radcliffe is in the movie, and I think he's gonna show up. Isn't as a, isn't fucking Hugh Jackman in the movie as Wolverine? Yeah, so I think I think Daniel Radcliffe is gonna show up as a variant of Wolverine because everyone kept making the fucking joke. That would be gold, bro. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Did you did you watch any more of uh, Midnight Gospel? I started watching episode four, or like I went back to start watching episode three, but like I fell asleep. Yeah, I was kind of in bed all day, like literally all day. I woke up at like six, right? We oh, went out shit. drinking and shit last night. Yeah. Woke up at six, took like the meanest piss I've ever taken in my life. Yeah, fed Puma, went right back to bed, and then I woke up again at like nine, and I pulled up Peacock to watch Crown Jewel. And it hadn't started yet, but there was a Premier League game going on between Brighton and Everton. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch this. And like, 
watching that was so fire they ended up in a tie and then crown jewel started that was kind of fire from what i saw but then i fell asleep literally right as the women's match ended uh. and so i didn't see fucking solo and and cena i didn't see roman and fucking uh la Knight. yeah um, uh, the one match I did like kind of pay attention to, but I was like half awake watching it was, uh, fucking Drew McIntyre and, and Seth Rollins. That was a fire fucking match. Mm. And then they teased, uh, they teased Damian Priest fucking cashing in his money in the bank. But then Sami Zayn stole the briefcase and took off running. Yeah. And so Priest was chasing after him. So like Priest was literally about to cash in on Rollins and it was great. They, the shot that they got was so fucking fire. Rollins is like down in the ring like he just had like a fucking 35 minute kick-ass match with McIntyre So he's winded like literally they showed a shot of him like kind of seated in the ring and he's just breathing heavy And he's like like you could tell he's gone through a war, right? And he's just sitting there like collecting his thoughts like rubbing the sweat off his face And then Damien Priest music hits and they got a zoom shot of his face and you can literally see him go fuck like god damn it i'm gonna have to do this right now and then priest comes walking down with a referee in his briefcase and he hands the briefcase to the referee and he's like i'm cashing this in i'm whooping his ass and i'm taking the belt and then literally as he's handing the briefcase to the referee someone in a hooded like figure grabs the briefcase hits priest with it and then takes his fucking hoodie off and it's Sami Zayn. Has that ever takes happened off. before? Has anyone interfered with them cashing in the money in the bank? Dude, it's happened hundreds of times. Oh, I've never seen that before. Yeah, like... I remember, like, the most infamous two people that I've seen cashing their money in the bank was Dolph Ziggler and Edge. Uh, dude, Rollins at WrestleMania? Yeah, him too. Yeah, he cashed in the main event. Yeah. And won? Yep. Heist of the century? Dude, Michael Cole's call was so fire. Hmm. Um, also another great cash in I loved was uh, when RVD cashed in on John Cena but he planned ahead of time and was like I'm cashing in at ECW's one night stand 2005 and they used that match as a vehicle for for Edge and Cena to feud because Edge cost Cena the title and fucking RVD ended up winning and so he was combined ECW and WWE champion Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, dope. yeah, there have been some fire ass cash ins, but Dolph Ziggler's probably at the top of my list. That was one of the most exciting two minutes of Raw that you'll ever see in your life, like cashing in on Del Rio the way he did. And honestly, Del Rio was the first cash in that, like, he kind of started fighting back. And for a moment, you were like, he's going to defend here. And like, nobody had ever failed a cash in at that point. Mm -hmm. And so the, the story of that one, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Ziggler just had or uh, Del Rio had just had a match with Jack Swagger and Swagger was working his ankle the entire match Yeah, so like he had a bum leg and so he ended up finally winning the match via his flying armbar And he's in the corner getting checked out by doctors and everything and then all of a sudden Ziggler's music hit that I'm here to show the world and that place went nuts Comes walking out all business with the briefcase with Big E and AJ Lee at his side Cashes in the money in the bank tells everybody get the hell out of the ring. I'm fighting this soon as the referee rings the bell He just starts swarming on fucking on Del Rio Punching him punching him punching him and then uh at one point he got him in the corner And he went to do a stinger splash and Del Rio moved out of the way And so he hit the turnbuckle then Del Rio jumped up on the second rope and then roundhouse kicked him in the face And I was like, oh shit Del Rio's about to fucking retain right here Grabs his arm flips him over and puts him in the arm bar 
and I remember sitting there like, oh shit, Ziggler's gonna tap, but then like he's got his arm out like he's gonna tap, but then he grabs Del Rio's ankle and starts twisting it. And like, like the oh, storytelling of that was perfect. brilliant because he had his ankle worked that entire match with Swagger. So he yeah. fucking, and he releases the hold. And then after he released the hold, Ziggler hit him with the zigzag and won. And I was like, the crowd was invested on every single thing that happened. And it was like the most exciting two minutes yeah. I've ever seen on Raw. Like it was so fucking fire. Absolutely. One of the best cash-ins I've ever seen. Dude. And then they fucking did nothing with him Dude. after that. That like that was probably crazy. Yeah. I've never I've never seen that fight, but it was probably crazy. After the show, I'll show it to you. Bro. Like you you'll be like, oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Like dude, it was dope. Bro, it was dope. My uh oh man, my favorite I have two favorite fights of all time that I ever watched, and it's it's old fights, it's old fights. But yeah. my favorite fights, it was it was John Cena and Randy Orton the Iron Man match, and then it was John Cena fighting the Big Show during the um the uh, the the match where John Laurinaitis got fired. Yeah, yeah. Way back in the day, because everyone fucking hated John Laurinaitis. What are you talking about? Everyone loved people power. People power. <laughs> it's people power. And then I re and remember that it was like right after um, it, it was Survivor Series and it was John Laurinaitis mm. and versus Teddy something something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, who was going to be the general manager of WWE? It was Teddy Long. Yeah. Because yeah. like they were the general managers of SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah. And that was cool. And then it was Ted, it was John Laurinaitis. And after John Laurinaitis, I think it was fucking Teddy. And then after Teddy, it was AJ Lee. The, the oh, general, yeah, I remember The general that. manager of WWE. Why? Why did they make her? <laughs> Out of everybody else, they're like, oh, AJ Lee, general manager of WWE for six months. Well, that was because she was feuding with Stephanie McMahon at the time. Yeah, that's right. And like, uh, she oh, they had a fight. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. And then she became the general manager and she was doing all this shit to annoy Stephanie. Yes. Yeah. Like that, that era of WWE was so hard to watch because they did a lot of like throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. I thought it was, oh, sorry. I had a really big day today. Yeah, me too. But it, I, I agree. They kept throwing stuff at the wall, but I enjoyed it. I loved watching it. Yeah, because you're a mark. I guess so. But that's okay. So are we. Yeah. Well, all of us are. Including even, all 13 of our listeners. I don't even know. Fucking mark. I don't <laughs> even know what being a mark means, man. I'll explain it later. Okay. If, feels, if you know, you know. I don't know. I'll explain it to you. After that, you'll know. When you say in mark, I think of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about right now. Do you know what I would like to talk about with you? What's up? Five Nights at Freddy's. Yo. The casting. Dude, the casting, the story, the, story, the, the animatronics, the atmosphere. Dude, the fucking little girl, Abby, like she was perfect. Let me tell you what, man. Let me let me let me get real close here. Let me tell you what. Hey, talk your shit, Sonic. This this movie was it was amazing if you haven't seen this movie hey did you want to join us for you this? need to go watch this movie it was so good they legit had 
We're literally in a room with the biggest fucking Five Nights at Freddy's mark I've let, ever seen in my life. Let me. Oh wait, you're not Hold plugged on. in. You're not plugged in. Yeah, Hold you on. Gotta wait a second. <laughs> they had, they had Hold my, on. they had my man, Shaggy Rogers, in this movie. <laughs> oh snap, crackle oh, pop. Oh snap, crackle pop. We have a special guest joining us here. Yeah. On the nerd corner. Let me, let me, let me tell you something. I'm listening. We're listening. I'm listening. Five Nights at Freddy's was fucking amazing. It was, it was so amazing. good. It was so good. There were a turn few. Th- your, turn your mic to where you see that little tab in the front? Oh, I Squeeze see. Squeeze the. And then, yeah. Yeah. So this little. How thing, about now? Yeah. You sound a lot better. You sound a little better? Yeah. Okay. Way better. Sorry. I got really excited when you guys started talking about oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. <laughs> so let me, t- let me tell you. Shaggy Rogers, my man from Zathura. And Matt Pat carried the movie. Facts. And the girl that they casted for Vanessa, she was really good. Where is she from? Perfect. She like it literally looked like they ripped her from the game itself. Yeah. It looked so perfect. There was a moment in that movie that she looked like she was animated. She didn't look real. That's what I thought. I was like, wait a second. Who was she? She was I, beautiful. I, <laughs> I also did not realize that she was the uh, daughter of William Afton. Dude, that reveal fucking got me. I was Bro, like, yo. I like this man's kids all fucking died as well. I mean, I feel like I should have seen it coming, especially the way, like, remember when he's in the interview with him and he's like, yeah. the pay's not good and the hours are worse. Yeah. But, like, it's an opportunity. Yeah, Um. she wasn't, from what I... This was the first that they've said she was the daughter of William Afton because supposedly in the games he had a different daughter that was killed by one of his animatronics. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So both his youngest children both died by the animatronics in the early years. Yeah. And then his oldest son died later uh trying to That's where I've seen her take from. over one of his uh one of his uh his other restaurants and he was the the purple guy yeah and some people even well actually matt pat uh theorized that mike schmidt was going to be the son of that yeah. he was going to be the kid the yes he did the oldest son he did but that's only a theory a game theory that's <laughs> just a, a theory a game theory did you ever did you guys ever see the series once upon a time Hmm. I have seen no. once, probably. Uh, Elizabeth Lale, the one that played Vanessa, she was actually in that series. I think that's where I remember her from. Are I you talking that. about that movie with Adam Sandler? No, Once Upon a Time was like a series. It was like live-action Disney stories, basically. I don't remember. It was I actually a really it. fire series. You should go back and find it. All right, yeah. I'll check it out. It's pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's was fucking fire. It was like, a huge uh, fan fan movie. It was it was a movie made for the fans of Five Nights at Freddy's. I I, I think that's why a lot of people kind of shitted on it, but yeah. they still saw it like as if it was a good movie and everything. No, yeah. the people the people that shit on it were people that were just critiquing it as cinema, not yeah not yeah, a, yeah not a work of extending the game format into a movie. Yeah, you know. Which, like, I remember when it was announced, right? I remember I was like, 
my recollection of like Five Nights at Freddy's were like the videos that you would be watching and I just happened to be there to be seeing them. Yeah. But then leading into the movie, you kept falling asleep watching Markiplier's like playthroughs of, <laughs> of Five Nights at Freddy's. So I literally watched a bunch of them like him playing through the first, second, third, fourth. And then like, uh, I forget what that like side one was that was like the fan made game. Oh, he played a lot of fan-made Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I watched a bunch of stuff, and I started, like, reading up on the lore of it, and I was like, oh, this is, like, deep, deep. And I was like, this is fucking dope. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's is insane. I love that the movie left it open for another one. Yeah. Yes. With Markiplier in it. He better be in the second one, Mm -hmm. because what the fuck? (laughs) Facts. Like, it was... But it made sense that he didn't do it. He didn't... He was... He couldn't film... Well, he did try to film with them. Yeah. But it turns out, when they were filming, they were also filming for his other movie that he's trying to do. Which was Iron Lung. And also, it makes sense, because I would rather have him in a bigger role... Yeah. ...than have him die in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't make more sense. Oh man, I, it'd be crazy if like in the next movie it's like the the other restaurant where it has like Circus Baby and yeah, yeah. the other ones too. You know that would be cool. Uh, I was kind of shocked that they didn't have Golden Freddy and like the, the ending like little theme song he Golden does. Freddy was he was in there? Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah. Wait, where was he? Was Remember? he like the broken down one? Yeah, that had the missing ear pierce. Oh. Earpiece. Yeah, yeah they, he, Golden Freddy right. was like during the final sequence of the movie when he was trying to get fucking the the little girl to join him. Yeah, oh. when they got into the taxi cab. Yeah. Oh wait, what? That was Golden Freddy. Yeah, yeah, that was Golden Freddy in the taxi cab with with the little girl with Gabby. Oh. And remember in the dream sequence uh, when when Mike uh, would would dream with the yeah. kids in there. Yeah. yeah the yeah, main yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. the blonde one with the striped shirt, that's Golden Freddy. Oh, wait, I thought the one that he kept talking to was regular Freddy. No, that's Golden no, Freddy. That's regular Golden Freddy, Freddy was the was the other kid with just a top hat. Yeah. Oh. I know, I got confused when I saw the trailer. I was like, wait, who's that kid in the middle? Okay. Because they have the, the kid with the, with the bunny ears, the other one with the hat, the one with the hook, and then the one that had the bib on for, for Chica. Yeah. So when they show that first kid, I was confused. I was like, who is this? Because from what the stories mentioned with Five Nights at Freddy's, it was uh, a kid named Cassidy that is mm-hmm. possessing Golden Freddy. Ah, uh, okay. So I think Cassidy was the first victim from uh, from Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. okay. And I thought it was like a, a girl because of the name Cassidy, but no, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 a little okay. boy. Okay, that makes so much sense now. I didn't see that at first because I thought like when I was watching it, I might have like not paid attention. I thought it was just regular Freddy in the car, mm-hmm. and the only three animatronics that they had was Freddy, Bonnie, and Chica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Else, and Will showed... Foxy, the the Will pirate. Foxy, yeah, yeah, Foxy, yeah. and that's it. Um, I did like how whenever like the dude went asleep, that's when it showed like the animatronics actually attacking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a Freddy Krueger vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then um. Uh, I watched this. Uh, Had a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. Now that I'm thinking oh, about yeah. it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, and it's just that I can't get over how they casted this movie. Yeah, like, the, the, that that the dude who played Mike, um, that was his name, right? Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's such a good actor, and he has such a good history with all of his other roles that he played in. Like well, I, I remember him from The Hunger Games. Is Josh Hutcherson? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. 
And but no, I remember him from from uh, Zathura. Oh man, I have not seen that movie in oh so my long. Gosh, Zathura was so it was so so good, and I wish they would re remake it like they did with Jumanji. Yeah. With like, oh my god, it was so hilarious if they remade it and like it had Kevin Hart and The Rock, <laughs> and then, and they were like. Man, first we're in the jungle, now we're in fucking space. Right, that would have been what is great. This, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> the other one that he was part that he played was um, Bridge to Terabithia. Do you remember that movie? Yes, yes, I did, and I cried during that movie. Yeah, because like that that girl, like, oh man, it broke my heart. But then I knew like after the movie was over, it's like it's not real. Just like just like f fucking. Uh, Marley and Me. Do you ever see that movie? Oh my yeah, god. Oh my yeah. god. That movie, that was the first movie I've ever seen that made me cry. Yeah. And I was like, I'm having a good time watching this movie about this damn dog and all that. And then like, you know what they did? You know what they fucking did? <laughs> Two years after the movie came out, they came out with Marley and Me. The puppy years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I haven't like, seen that one. This dog is gonna fucking die. I like. Why do I want to reminisce more? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, you're gonna re-fall in love with this dog, knowing what happens no, to him. And please. you're like, why are you like? And this? it was one of those. It was one of those fucking cliche, like, oh, the dogs are talking to other dogs. Yeah, type yeah, of movie. yeah. It's their own story. Yeah. Oh my and, like, goodness. The villains were these fucking rich, like. Like Pomeranian ski dog. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is this fucking um uh uh that what was that old Chihuahua movie? Uh, I was fucking El God, what was it? It was California Chihuahua or something oh, like that. Oh no, it was uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. That's it. Yeah. Yes, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. That's literally what I the main never the seen movie that. made. Oh my God, that Jeez. movie was hilarious. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. But oh, yeah, so you, Five Nights at Freddy's. You know another movie that uh, Josh Hutcherson, is that what his name was? Yeah. yeah. He was in this movie called Unaccompanied Minors, and the movie was pretty good. It was like uh, one of those Christmas comedy movies, and essentially it was like these group of kids who were like minors, right? What was it called? Unaccompanied Minors. And they were stuck in this airport because their flight got delayed. Right. And the flight. this was a connecting flight. So they couldn't fucking go nowhere. Okay. And they were the only people in this fucking airport. Yeah. So it was just them getting into shit because like all the employees in the airport left because it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. So they're just stuck in the airport. So they're just like going ham, riding out around on the, the freaking airport carts and stuff. And like the funny thing was like one of their dads was driving up there and it was like a home alone thing. So there's like people breaking into the airport. Right. Right. That was like really dumb robbers. And then, like, the dad had, like, a diesel truck and was putting vegetable oil in his car and driving the up fuck? there. And I was sitting here like, bro, what the fuck? And then later in the movie, his car breaks down the highway, and this dude pulls up in a fucking Hummer. Okay. And he's like, hey, man, it's not diesel, uh, but it'll get you where you're going. But he's like, oh, the gas is going to guzzle. Oh, my God. <laughs> not the guzzle word. Not the, gu the gas guzzler. No. Oh. <laughs> Yes, oh, man. <laughs> but yeah five nights at freddy's was fantastic i really liked the after credit scene too because it really showed like hey this dude's gonna die in the suit and he also said i always come back yeah which is william afton's famous line 
Yeah, that is. motherfucker never dies. No, he never he dies. He never dies. And then and so so he became dude, his reveal in his suit was so creepy as fuck, bro. <laughs> With like the one ear that's bigger than the other. Yeah. Because yeah, that's how he turns into Springtrap, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. how he turns into Springtrap. And uh did you stay at towards the very, very end, like after the credits? No, what happened? So that's there's a phrase that you know how there's a robotic voice that sometimes spells out some words during the games? Yeah. It spells out a phrase towards the very end. What is it? Come um, find me. Come find me. Yeah. Oh. It spelled out that phrase. So uh, when I was watching New Rockstars and that other uh, screen crush, screen yeah. crush yeah. they mentioned that. Um, yeah. So they mentioned that phrase. And I think New, New Rockstar mentioned that um, it's probably Garrett, the kid that was taken in the movie, saying, come find me. Oh. But he said, but but William Afton said he he killed them though. Yeah, but you know what? How how he kills his kids is by stuffing them in the fucking suit. What if he stuffed into Balloon Boy? That could be a possibility. There's That'd that one. Weird. There's also the. He's got a single. Because <laughs> he's like this big. He's got a single. <laughs> listen, listen, Stu. He's got a single eyeball in there. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the marionette puppet. Mm-hmm. There's also the puppet, which, from what I've, from what I remember in the games, the puppet was like a, a security guard. It were like mm-hmm. a, it was like a guard for the kids, because during the games they have this uh, like little play, or this little mini game that you play like the marionette puppet, and you have to keep an eye on the kids, make sure they don't leave. And there was like a specific kid that you have to make sure it doesn't leave, but. Come to find out towards the rest of that game. I think it was... What game was it? I think it was one of the simulator games that they made. But towards the... Dur- during one of those video, uh, those mini games, you find that kid was actually, take, uh, was actually taken out or like walked out of the pizza... Of the pizzeria. Mm-hmm. And you find the kid dead in the alleyway and you die with that kid. Why do you die with the kid, though? Um, because the puppeteer was, like, supposedly guarding the kids and making sure that specific kid doesn't die. Mm-hmm. And so when they when it goes out of the of the pizzeria... pizzeria it, finds it, it just dies. She find, yeah, it finds it and tries to protect it, even though it, the kid was already dead. Yeah. So oh. it could be possible that, that Garrett could be stuffed into that puppet, mm-hmm. or he could be stuffed in another puppet. Yeah. Man, well, I, I, I've seen a lot of game. Wait a so, what if I don't think Garrett's dead? I don't think you don't he's think dead. he's dead. You no. think you think William Afton's probably replacing his his youngest kid that was killed? Yes. Trying to brainwash the him. The thing is, though, if he was dead, why didn't he show up with the other ghosts? Mm, that's a good. Yeah, that's true. He would have showed up because he was there. Yeah. Dude, like the, the the dream sequences throughout that movie were so fucking dope to me. It was like. Cool. I love that that we started seeing like like he kept having that same reoccurring dream. Yeah. But then the the one moment when his brother's there and his family's there and everybody's happy and then it cuts to the kids and the one kid's like you could have all of this, and I'm like, this is some like dope villain shit right yeah. here. But like we just want one thing, yeah. your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Something creepy. We just we want, want your her. sister. Dude, and then like him waking up to that mask almost fucking slaughtering his face. That yeah. that was so fire. Dude, that was crazy. I... That was interesting. They never mentioned that type of uh that type of uh torture device in the games. Well, they couldn't 
the thing is they had to think of some way to implement how does uh william put them in the other suits mm -hmm. um well i do know in one of the other games uh in sister location they had what's scooper. called the scooper uh-huh i thought they were gonna have the scooper yeah i think they're gonna have that in the second movie bro when the, when sense, those yeah. people broke into five nights at freddy's and like started destroying everything and then they showed that the one guy getting his fucking head chopped off i was like yo yo no the shit that made me go like what the fuck it was when the fucking girl got pulled inside of freddy's mouth and she and she got fucking split in half my yeah, mind yeah. immediately meant immediately went the bite of 87 the bite of 87 <laughs> the bite of 87 damn mark <laughs> I so bet he fire. said that when he watched the movie too. He was like, Probably. "Is that the bite of '87?" <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's the fucking bite of '87. Do you remember that part, babe? Nah. So there was in there was on the fourth game. There's a sequence when so in the fourth game. Well, like I remember the rock stars explanation of it, like, and they showed the clip of like the little kid, the little being, kid that like, was stuffed in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and in when Mark was playing that game, he's he, you see like the group of kids carrying this little kid over to scare him with Golden Freddy. Yeah. And he jumps down on the kid's head, and you just see Mark like staring intently, like, was that the bite of '87? <laughs> Which I'm guessing that's reference to one of the books. Mm. No, actually, I think it was the first game with the with the phone guy that gives you the instructions of like what you need to do, what happens, blah blah blah. Yeah. He mentions the bite of '87. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So essentially, what happened, story lore wise, William Afton's older son and younger son uh, were at a party at one of his restaurants and the older son and his friends were pranking the younger son bullying him yeah yeah because bullying him because he's afraid of the animatronics they were all wearing like the masks of the characters yeah yeah and they put the son's head inside the mouth of freddy and then the mouth closed and crushed his head and killed him god damn yeah. And then and then that was the bite of 87. And there was like found in the story lore. And then when Markiplier was playing the game and it showed that, and he was like, Is that the bite of 87? <laughs> <laughs> I can but yeah. they have it they have it clips. Oh, can, oh definitely. I and we'll have to that. well we'll play it after yeah. the show. I'm yeah, not trying to get it. sued, but uh Yeah, don't don't play any YouTube videos on this podcast. This is a Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> This is family friendly, okay? Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> yeah, if you know if you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Honestly though, like like the dream sequences of like him getting hurt in the dream then finding out like it's affecting him in real life. Yeah. That was that was what was giving me nightmare on Elm Street vibes. Bro, yeah. at the end of the movie this man was like He was bloody. ready today. <laughs> he was bloody. And then like Vanessa took like the stab wound. And he's like, dang, this girl's in a coma. Dude, like I the, got slashed the scene when hooked. he finds Abby like playing with the animatronics and then Freddy, like the the way they had the animatronics staring at him. Yeah. And then giving like angry faces and then all of a sudden like easing up but still staring a hole through him. Yeah. And then he's cool. sitting here like, 
like Abby's like, oh my god, they're so fun to play with, and then he's sitting here like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, good joke, guys. You can come on out now. I will uh, say, like the the whole scene of them building the fort was fucking hilarious. That was adorable. To me. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool, and it gave it gave the animatronics more character. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? They're not they're not all that bad because it wasn't really them doing it it was Afton. the spirit of their kids yeah, right. of the but kids, it was yeah. Afton controlling them because the kids forgot it was Afton that killed them and once Abby put that on the wall to remind them yeah they knew who their real enemy was yeah which I will say that was a little bit cheesy where they're like draw a picture but I was thinking like no nah. <laughs> Makes sense, but just tell them, Abby. You're right. Why no, don't you Abby, just fucking tell them? We need a full detailed <laughs> picture with diagrams and math. blood. Listen, we need you to write up a fucking mathematic equation <laughs> code to reprogram the animatronics and just slap that shit on the fuck. <laughs> Abby, listen, I need you to come up with a color coordinated <laughs> QR code Honestly, to put on the fucking wall. Dude, throughout that entire movie, I thought. Vanessa was gonna be the secret villain. Oh really? Yeah, like like as soon as she showed up, like and and looked into the camera, I was like, who the fuck is this chick? But then when he brings her in and she starts explaining everything, and it's like you know, awful. Like literally while we were watching, I was like, she knows an awful lot about this. And then immediately Mike was like, you know, you know a lot about this. Oh, I just come by here from time to time. It ain't that big of a deal. Hmm. But she was like, have you met them yet? And then, like, turns on the animatronics, and they're singing that creepy-assy song, like... And then she's like, you want to dance? Go to sleep. And I'm like, oh, my God, yo. It was a banger song, too. Yeah. That was a dope song. (laughs) Scary, but dope song. Man. The movie was fire. And I think those were fully automated suits that they made right but that people can still use like they were actual suits yes they had they had real people inside the suits. inside the suits okay they did they did and they made it look so good that you couldn't even tell yeah people in there dude like in all the horror aspects they got like like just like when those people broke in and the one could do the hidden the closet and bonnie was in there you know, like little yeah. shit like that. I was like, that they was got so good. that was a like, great little little uh, uh, thing that they did because with the first game of Five Nights at Freddy, Bonnie was the only one that would appear in the closet. So it's awesome that they did that little piece. Yeah, what was cool is the cupcake that she could use to kill the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking that was fuck that was face. creepy as fuck when dude was like like walking and then he turns around and you see him like first you see the look on his face but then the camera cuts and then you're just seeing chica standing there with the cupcake yeah. just staring at him and then the cupcake jumps out at him and like i liked when we watched the breakdown it was like same thing that happens in the game when the yeah. cupcake jumps at you i was like that's cool that they got little things like that and like paid massive homage to the games and like we kind of explained this like when we were talking about the mario brothers movie they did everything they could to like tribute every Everything. single mario bro, the, game mm-hmm. bro the, i was like praying before the movie came out praying when they showed dk praying they would put the dk rap in there yeah. and they did and there was like <laughs> dk Donkey Kong, and me and my me and my homies were doing it at the same time in the movie. And we're like, Donkey Kong, and I'm like, yo, this, this is the perfect movie. And on top of that, they even made it cooler. They had Fire Donkey Kong, 
Fire, Flyer Flower Donkey Kong, bro. Yeah. They never done that before, and that was so fucking cool. Dude, like, I love the fact that in that movie, like, when they fucking built all the, all the carts that you would see from Mario Kart, but it's all the Kongs building them so far. That was great, yeah. Yeah, but moving back on to Five Nights at Freddy's, I thought it was brilliant. Everybody, if you're listening to this, do yourselves a favor. Either go see it in theaters, go watch it on Peacock, fucking... Watch that movie, enjoy it, love it. Bro, if you don't got any of those options, become a pirate. You gotta, you're going to get that shit and you better watch it. Facts. Go jailbreak some shit. We're not telling you to do that, but we're telling you to do that. Just, <laughs> it's a must watch. You need to see that movie. Facts. On top of, you need to go watch Loki, Invincible, The Midnight Gospel, and God damn it, we're going to go see the Marvels Friday. Yes, we are. And we'll talk about it on this podcast. We're going to do a special Friday episode after we go see Marvels. Friday is going to be a busy fucking day. Fuck you know, yeah, it is. You want to know why? Because I work that day. You work that day. Yeah. I'm off that day. But you know what happens that day? What happens that the day? The full game of Modern Warfare 3 comes out. And I'll tell you if that game is fully fucking trash. Or if it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I will tell you if it's that. Do that one more time. Yeah, I will tell you if it's that. But yeah. Sonic will either come in here like this. Bravo. Bravo. Call of Duty, you did it again. Or he's going to come in here like this. Oh, man. Hey, 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 Yes. And then the moment I ask Sonic, like, yo, why did you hate that? And then he'll just be like, next nigga say something while I'm talking is getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. You got my personality to a T. But, <laughs> yes, you got my personality to a T. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying, me, baby. what I'm saying, <laughs> bro, what I'm saying yeah. is Modern Warfare 3 comes out. Yeah. We got Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. And then right after that movie, we podcasting. Facts. It's gonna be gnarly. One hundred percent. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna pull out right up, right up outside, and be like, "I know you, nerd. You be nerding in there." Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. Response to that, yo. Man, like all the stuff that we've been reviewing has all been just quality shit. And I'm happy about it. I'm excited about it. It's going to be fun. And I know you're not looking forward to Marvels. I am kind of looking forward to that movie, especially because we should watch Loki prior to going, obviously. So, wait, uh, I I was going to ask, is Loki last episode next week? Yeah. This week. I've, this week, yeah. I thought this past week was the last episode. No, no. This was, was the, the preseason the, finale. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Yeah, don't Honestly, get, don't hyperventilate. I, I thought that cliffhanger was like, I'm going to have to wait until next year. <laughs> no. Yeah, she hit me no. up when, when, like, I was watching it while I was at my desk at work, right? Because, like, I was, I started watching it while I was at home, and then I finished it while I was at work, and I, I literally was sitting at my desk like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I hit her up, and I was like, babe, you need to watch Loki. And she's like, did you finish it? And I was like, yes. So and I then, sat like, my ass down on the bed, and I started watching it. And you're like, no. At the very end, at the very end, I just lost. I was like, what the fuck? 
fuck? No. That final bro. sequence of him like coming back to like when the temporal yep. loom was about to explode, and he's like, "I can control it." Credits. I was like, "Bro, what?" <laughs> no. Next episode is the last episode. It's so gonna be the, so fire. The thing that was the last episode this week was the season finale of Gen V, which when you watch that, fire. Yeah. Fire. I'll watch it at some point this week. It's fire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, my my day tomorrow is gonna consist of football, and then I gotta go see Marky. And then, the day after that, Gen V. There you go. Well, I'll probably just watch Gen V later that night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shout out my barber one time. Yeah. <laughs> he just got married, didn't he? I believe so. Hey, no, shout out no. to marriage licenses. <laughs> <laughs> Those things be fire when you want to cut when you want to tie the knot. Shout you know out to saying? marriages. <laughs> shout yeah. out to marriages. Hey, hey, shout out to to husbands and wives. <laughs> shout out to divorces. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, guys, we have been almost going over an hour. Where can people follow you? Straight to my bed, baby. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can follow me at the same handle everywhere. It's at Sonic J, the number four. S-O-N-I-C-J-A-Y, the number four. Why is it the number four? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I do comics. I do music. I do podcasts. And I play a lot of fucking video games. And soon... Yeah, I am lying. You're right. Thank you, guy in the back over there. (laughs) What I'm saying is, sooner or later, I'm going to be streaming games. And then I'll be literally all four things of a nerd. I'll be the Avatar nerd. Hell yeah. And that's what happens when I go in my Avatar state. But yeah, just follow me at all those handles, including on TikTok, and follow my workout journey, yo. Facts. Those have been fire, by the way. Thank you. Ben, where can people follow you? At your mom's house. (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) I'm not really active on social media, so if you guys want to find me, I'll pop in sometime here in the nerd corner and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you can follow her here on the nerd corner. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, and if you want to follow me, I'm at babyface too on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you chuckle fucks need these jokes. Everybody needs these jokes. I've been putting dad jokes on Facebook and dirty jokes on my TikTok. What's getting more reactions? All of them. Damn. Yeah. They call you the dirty dad. (laughs) The dirty dad. (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) That's why I'm Papa and Poppy Stew. (laughs) But if you want to follow the show account, that's at CBWMNS on Instagram. Our DMs are fucking open. Ask us questions. Sonic is trying to answer your questions on this show. Yes, and I'm trying to make you upset with my answers. Facts. And if, you know, I got to be consistent at the end of this episode as we do at the end of every episode. I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at MCSTIZZA26 on Snapchat. Send this shit to Zeus and get left on red and screenshotted because he needs receipts. (laughs) (laughs) 
Zeus, Zeus needs point. those receipts to cash in on those chuckles. Hey. Facts. <laughs> this has been episode 15 of the Nerd Corner. Damn, 15? Facts. We getting old, bud. We're adolescents, bro. Feliz quinceañera. We love you. We'll see you next week. Next week. Weapons. <laughs>